Welcome back to the ISSA podcast, Trainers Talking Truths. In this episode, John and I chat with the founder of the Functional Nutrition Alliance, Andrea Nakayama, about the concept of functional nutrition. From optimizing health to battling chronic health conditions, Andrea speaks about the opportunity for health and fitness professionals like you listeners to advance their careers while making a real difference in people's lives. The education provided by our company can be a game changer for the professional seeking to advance what they offer to their clients. It takes you deeper into the elements of whole, sound nutrition, and you'll learn how to give more personalized solutions to improve health through nutrition. And for a very limited time, you can begin your functional nutrition education for free, only until January 19th. Go to fxnutrition.com slash ISSA start to start the full body systems course absolutely free. Again, you only have until January 19th, so don't wait. Go to fxnutrition.com slash ISSA start to get started now. Happy listening. Welcome to Trainers Talking Truths. This is an ISSA podcast dedicated to exploring the fitness industry and uncovering the whys and hows of personal training. To do that, we'll talk directly to the industry experts and certified trainers. We'll dig into fitness programming, business tactics, nutrition, and more. You'll even hear from current training clients who offer insight from the other side. We've got the fitness industry covered, so turn up the volume and enjoy the drive. Hello, world, and welcome back for another ISSA podcast, Trainers Talking Truths. It's your co-host, Jenny Liebel, here with my co-host, John Bauer. How are you today? I'm really good. I'm really good. I'm excited about this uh, this topic today because uh, it's it's a necessary one. And uh, yeah, you know what? We're we're all used to talking about muscles and abs and all that stuff, but we got to talk about health sometimes, guys. And today is going to be a good one for just that. Yeah, two of my favorite tops, topics: just general health, of course, beyond just exercise, but also nutrition. Um, uh, everybody knows that I love food. I do my little Winnie the Pooh happy dance when it comes to food. Um, but food is like essentially medicine for us. And uh, I'm super excited that we have an amazing, amazing partnership with an organization that you're going to learn more about today. We have their founder on with us who that they, they really believe that we can use nutrition as a way to improve health overall and prevent chronic illnesses. Um, So I will let our, our guest today kind of speaks for themselves, but I would love to introduce to you guys, Andrea Nakayama. How are you, Andrea? I'm good. I'm so excited to be here with you both. Absolutely. So you are the founder of the Functional Nutrition Alliance, which is now aligned with ISSA. It is not ISSA. I want to clarify that. Two separate things, but you are aligned with us. Um, So tell us a little bit about not only yourself, we want to know how you got into this, but then a little bit about your company. Yeah, thank you. So like many people who find their way into the healthcare field, my journey started with a family health crisis. It's often our own or a family member who we've experienced uh, kind of hits the edges of what medicine can provide. And for me, this happened in April of 2000 when my late husband was diagnosed with a very aggressive brain tumor when I was just seven weeks weeks pregnant. And so that was the first time we were really catapulted into what I will call the medical system, right? You're in and part of this system. Mm -hmm. And this is a place that people who have chronic health challenges 
find themselves, right? You're now part of a system, you have a diagnosis, or you don't have a diagnosis and you're searching for a diagnosis. So that experience woke me up to the many gaps in our medical system. And when I say that, I'm not here to vilify medicine. Medicine is fantastic. I'm so glad the medical system does what it does. There were many things that it did for my late husband that I'm so grateful for. And there were many gaps and those gaps come into the realm of dietary and lifestyle modification. So that's a long time ago now, April of 2000. My late husband was given six months to live. We can do the math. I was seven weeks pregnant. He was not expected to see our son born. He lived, my late husband lived two and a half years. So we were able to keep him alive. He died when our son was 19 months old. That son is now 23. So just to put that all in perspective, but that really woke me up, like I said, to where there is more we could do for people who are sick and not getting better and where we can do more in the realm of preventative medicine, what's happening under the surface. So my passion is understanding the terrain, the body's terrain in which signs, symptoms, and diagnoses manifest. It's not my job to deal with the, the what I call the branch on the tree, the diagnosis itself. It's my job to understand functionally, which I'm sure we'll talk about, how we actually nourish or impact that soil that's allowing for that cancer, that diabetes, that heart disease, that autoimmunity, those chronic health concerns to manifest. Got it. Yeah. So I love that digging into the deeper parts of it. Go ahead, John. Sorry. No, I was just going to thank you so much for for sharing your story. Um, You know, coincidentally, that's a lot of people get into the fitness industry because of some sort of life event that kind of, uh, you know, raises a flag and and causes them to to change direction. So I appreciate your story. Uh, We've thrown around this this term functional nutrition a couple of times already. Uh, So I'm hoping before we take the deep dive, we first kind of define what it is. So for those new to the topic, can you just kind of describe what functional nutrition is? Yeah. So functional nutrition is in keeping with the practices of functional medicine. And I'm going to talk about the three primary tenets of a functional practice, because there's often a lot of confusion, holistic, integrative, functional, those are all things. And I can speak to that. But what we're looking at is what's happening inside the body. So if we talk about nutrition versus functional nutrition, nutrition might say broccoli, good or bad, coffee, good or bad, red wine, good or bad. In functional nutrition, we're saying coffee, good or bad for you. So I'm looking at what's true in your digestive system, your immune system, your genetic makeup to understand where food meets physiology, as opposed to anchoring on some idea of the food outside of your body, because that's not symbiosis. That's not functional. So functional medicine is a field of medicine that was born in the 1990s that's really based on the principles of systems biology. And systems biology tells us that everything in the body is connected to each other and that everything matters. So my mantra is everything is connected. We are all unique and all things matter. Your workout matters. Your relaxation matters. Your sleep matters. Your food matters. Your hydration matters. Your stress matters. 
matters. Your relationships matter. It's really understanding that all of those things impact that terrain, impact that inner body ecosystem. So systems biology is one of the three primary tenets of a functional medicine or functional nutrition practice. And it's just taking that understanding that everything is connected. And I think the one that's most common for people to know these days is the gut brain, right? Like we all know yeah. there's a gut brain connection. So the gut brain connection is a really good example, just one, but how the world at large is recognizing systems biology. The brain does not exist in a vacuum. Yeah. And just curious. So knowing this, and I know somebody out there is like, oh, this is interesting, but do you use like tests or do they have to go see a doctor? And as somebody who's kind of been inside the the course that you offer, um, yeah. I know that the answer is likely, of course, that's an option, but tell us how the the course and what you teach can show somebody how to figure out, does that coffee impact you in a way that maybe doesn't make this work for you? Yeah, I love that question. So these days, what's been considered functional seems to be moving in a direction that you have to do fancy testing, that you have to eat the perfect diet, and I'm putting air quotes around that, that you have to take lots of supplements. And to me, that's not functional. There, There is a place and a time in clinical practice for those those things if they're in your scope. However, for me, the understanding of how we all practice functionally is by understanding the full body systems, which is the name of my course, and really understanding how does that give us clues to what might be going on when we ask the right questions, when we look for the qualitative versus the quantitative. A quantitative may be stepping on the scale. It may be what's in a test. It may be measuring macros. The qualitative is how does that actually feel when you eat that? When do you experience anxiety the most? Oh, you're having constipation? When did that start in your life? When does it occur each day? How does it, like, what have you noticed impacts it and doesn't impact it? So it's understanding how the body's supposed to work, which is why I teach through the body systems, and then how we work with people to get curious, almost like a journalist. Wait a minute, how do I understand your timeline, who you are? And if I may, I'd like to relate this to how it might impact a trainer, what a trainer might see, because we have a lot of fitness professionals who come through full body systems. And what a trainer might see in their practice, in their client base, is somebody not showing up because of PMS all the time, or inflammation that's impacting their back, or depression, or constant migraines, or somebody who all of a sudden shows up for your services who has experienced a diagnosis or has a partner or a child who's experienced a diagnosis and being able to be a troubleshooter and a problem solver by asking questions and using the body as a way of understanding the clues is then how we can work in the realm. We can all work in the realm of functional nutrition to be guides for people. Oh, Everything that you're saying, Andrea, is like, it makes the course materials that we've seen make so much more sense. So I, you guys are, I'm not going to give you, I'm not going to give anything away, but you guys are going to absolutely love this because it is a deep dive, but I love what you just said. It's about asking 
questions. It's not sitting down and be like, you should take this herb. You should eat this. You should do this. It's going to help you. We don't know that, right? It's what you teach is a a massive, amazing coaching system that has every step laid out for you, every resource, every tool that you need, tons of visuals and such, but it teaches you how to ask the right questions. And it is a massive conversation. It is a long-term conversation that you are coaching someone through to figure out what they need to be doing to improve their health. So, uh, Oh, you guys are going to love it. I can't wait. <laughs> and Andrea, I got to I got to add, you made me time travel to several conversations I had with clients uh, right. over the years in the past when you said something about, you know, the body can give you clues. And so often clients were not looking for that. They would often say things like, I know I'm eating all the right things, but I feel terrible. Yes. So then the question is, are you eating the right things? Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right. For you. Yes, exactly. Right. Exactly. And I would imagine that's something that you run into in your practice quite a bit as well. Yeah. I mean, in our practice, so in our clinical practice at the Functional Nutrition Alliance, because we also see clients, my nutrition team sees clients. And when I'm working with people, we may see people who have limited their food so much because they're not getting better. So they've They've eliminated the food, but they haven't done the internal healing. And that's another piece I want to point forward about functional nutrition. Functional means it works. The word functional, I know there's functional fitness too, right? It's like movement that works. And functional in the body means that the body works. So we can remove and eliminate. And a lot of people do that because they hear that's what they're supposed to do. And then they're down to so few foods that they're getting nutrient depleted, that they're malnourished because of how little they're eating. But what they haven't done is looked at, wait, why can't I digest that food? Where does my system need repair in order to eat the diet that is as vast as it can possibly be for me? right? So that's going to be a different answer for all of us, not based on our diagnosis, but based on our very own body. And my goal is always for the diet to be as vast and diverse as it could be, as opposed to saying it should be this, or it's got to be intermittent fasting or keto or all the popular things that people latch onto. Yeah. And what you're saying right now tells me that this is a program where you can help people that maybe just need to make some tweaks to their nutrition, right? And again, you mentioned that preventative aspect. Maybe something runs in your family or you have a fear of developing something. You can absolutely help them make adjustments. But chronic illness, I know that's something that you are very passionate about, has a big role in this as well. And we can use a lot of these tools and things that you're going to teach people in these courses to help people with chronic illness, whether they've already started down that road or they're still working to prevent. So can you talk to us a little bit more about functional nutrition and how it can play a role in chronic illness and prevention. Yeah. And as you said, Jenny, this is my passion. I have to say like every morning I read the medical news and I'm moved to near tears. I'm not a crier, but I moved to near tears, just seeing how many people are sick and not getting better and struggling with multiple chronic complaints, children, adults, we saw it and see it with long COVID that kind of brought it to our more culturally, uh, you know, 
familiar place to see people who are struggling with things that are not getting resolved by their medical interventions alone. So when we talk about chronic illness, we're talking about people who are sick and not getting better. It's not an acute situation. So when we break an arm, that's an acute situation. We fix that broken arm. The inflammation that might occur if that bone didn't heal right is where it becomes chronic. And that chronic situation is where functional nutrition really plays its biggest role. So I talk about it as the 20% versus the 80%. 80% of the people we see and encounter are going to try some change, feel better right away. Then there's those 20% who like the thing we think works, the protein drink we think is going to make the difference and has for everybody else doesn't work. And we have to ask why. And that's where the functional nutrition approach really comes into play to help us understand, wait, why is that happening? How do I make a difference for that individual? And how can dietary and lifestyle factors really make a difference? Because functional nutrition is about growth, metabolism, and repair, as is you know what we need to do when we're in the fitness realm. And that doesn't just mean the food we put in our body. That means everything that we're doing or not able to do so that we can shift that terrain that's leading to that chronic condition. And I have a lot of mental models, Jenny, you alluded to the graphics that help us understand how to approach what seems impossible, right? Mm -hmm. Like we can think, oh my gosh, this person has Crohn's or rheumatoid arthritis or diabetes, or um, it struggles with what might be considered obesity. I can't deal with that. But when we shift our perspective in the ways that I teach you to do, yes, we can. We can all help people who are struggling with even the most severe chronic conditions because we're not addressing the condition. Again, we're addressing the terrain in which the condition is expressing itself. Yeah. Andrea, I, I love that you're, you're kind of alluding to, uh, I guess what I'd call it the coaching aspect uh, yeah. of of the role that that functional nutrition can play in someone's life because uh, and we know this in the fitness world too giving people information is one thing whether or not they do anything that is that serves them well with the information is is a whole other thing and it sounds to me that a part of what you do and what your company does is help to coach people to make better decisions that serve them well yes yeah absolutely i think that the who of the equation is really what helps us to understand the how. And so I call this the story. And there's a way that we look at story through a functional lens, functional medicine and functional nutrition. But that helps us to recognize what pace we move at, which is part of what you might consider the coaching. Because I don't want to give somebody some perfect protocol of what is going to help them all the way if they're not mentally or physically or sociologically able to make those steps. So every single situation is tailored to that individual so that we're making that transformational progress forward. I don't, I can't speak in weights, so you guys can translate for me, but it's like 
somebody who's coming into the gym for the first time getting too much to bench press, right? You want to move progressively towards that. And that's the same coaching we're doing in a functional nutrition lens. I love that. And I think what you just mentioned is an element that a lot of people lack throughout the fitness industry is that they're looking at not only what this person can handle, what do they need, but also socioeconomically, what can they afford, right? Time-wise, money-wise, like effort-wise, what can they afford? And a lot of people forget that part. John's shaking his head, yes, because a lot of people are like, well, here's what you need to do. This is what has to happen. I don't care how much it costs, go do it, right? Or I'm asking you for X amount of dollars and they're saying, I can't. I can't make that happen, right? Or I don't have the time for that or whatever it is. They don't have the resources um, to be able to do that. And people forget that just because you might or just because somebody else might doesn't mean that this person does. So we need to make a solution that will work for them because at the end of the day, what's at stake? And Andrea, John, I know we can all agree on this. Like, and it makes me a little teary. What's at stake? This person's life is at stake. The life of their family is at stake, right? So there is, it seems dramatic, but at the end of the day, right, I was equate our body to our shell, right? We are the, per- our person is, our little soul is inside of our little shell, but your shell can only take so much. Exactly. And when your shell gives up, it's done, <laughs> right? So do what you can to take care of your little shell. Keep that little shell from breaking. Um, and this is a huge part of it. So I applaud you for putting this together. And again, John and I have spent a long time deep diving into this course. And I'm super excited for you guys to get your hands on it because there's, it's, it's not just a nutrition course right? This is above and beyond what our nutrition course goes into by far. So this is like level up times three. Um, but what can somebody expect when they enroll into your course? Yeah. So thank you. I'm so glad that you've spent time in the course and I couldn't agree with you more. I think of, um, from a functional perspective, the body, like how does, how do we get the body to hum so that the soul, the spirit can sing, right? Like when people are in pain in some way, shape or form, they can't really spend their time and energy in their brain space where they want to, because that is what's happening for them. So I think very similarly to what you just expressed, Jenny. So Full Body Systems is a 10-month training in the science and art, which we're talking about here, of the functional nutrition practice. And it's very carefully curated because it's a lot, like you said. It is, yeah. So you're not getting it all at once, but there's enough in every week to do the minimum or to deep dive if that topic is of interest to you. So there's a bit of a choose your own adventure with the requirements being your classes, your art of counseling exercises, and then you move and explore beyond that. So every single week you will receive new information throughout that 10 months. There's also some study weeks built in so you can take a breather. And then there's Plenty of um, of real high touch support, meaning we have Q and A's with me and my nutrition team. We have an active message board where people can write their questions because this is deep stuff. And Mm. people are going to have questions. Things are going to come up. I love looking at cases with people in my live sessions, um, looking at the art of the counseling. Art of the counseling may be, I can't get this person to make change. How do I deal with compliance? I have a personality issue. Those are all real things when we put what we're learning to practice. And Jenny, you said it beautifully. What worked for us doesn't mean it's going to work for another person, even if that person is our twin sister, right? Mm -hmm. Like it might look really different for a number of reasons. So all of that nuance for me is where I love to dive in with people and help them understand 
not just how the body should function, but how we use it as clues, and then how we use that understanding to connect with the people we want to serve. I hope you're all finding this as fascinating as I am. And I have had a I chance know, to be in the so course excited. as well. So it is, it is, it is super fascinating. So, so Andrea, I'd imagine a, a lot of our listeners are, are listening and, and contemplating um, taking the course and, and contemplating maybe a shift in their career or a shift in what they offer uh, in terms of their services, their health and fitness services. Do you have any stories that, uh, that you can share about any students that have gone through your education and how it impacted their career and their clients? Yeah, thank you. Great question. And yes, thousands of students. So we have about 8,000 graduates now who in 65 countries who have been through the curriculum and all from very different backgrounds. So I'm going to tell the story of Kate, who comes from a military background. Kate was both um, a military wife and uh, trained in the Air Force herself. And she found that when her husband was deployed, that her children were having some health issues, particularly her daughter was having a lot of anxiety every time her dad was deployed. So Kate went into high gear to try to support her daughter's health. And that's what turned her on to the powers of thinking of food as medicine. And she's gone through the curriculum. She has a tremendous uh, success in practice. She also volunteers at a free women's clinic once a week, every Monday. Day. And so she's working with a population in the free women's clinic that can't necessarily afford her services, but she's also making alliances and allegiances with all the other providers who are in the medical field who are also volunteering that day. And so they're sending people to Kate for blood sugar issues, for hormone issues. And so Kate is just thriving in practice and able to help her community in a really significant way. So that's a good example of somebody who comes from a non-healthcare or medical background, which is often a question that people ask, like, can I do this even if I'm not coming from a medical background? Kate is just one example of somebody who has done that. In addition, we have a lot of people who do come from healthcare backgrounds, whether they're nurses or doctors, or um, we have a lot of dietitians come through. And I just want to say, even they are adding things to their practice because they're seeing things differently than they were taught in um in their medical training. But the one other story I wanted to tell is about a uh, graduate whose name is Baish Sarate. And she is a, she came from a research background, so never in practice. Her son is both autistic and has Down syndrome. And she's been able to take her training and look at um, kids on the spectrum and how we use functional nutrition training to be able to help children on the spectrum to perform at their highest level of performance. And she has really found through the process that we are assuming a certain level of competence for people that may be under what they're actually able to achieve. So through the practices of functional nutrition, she's been able to unveil his brilliance, the brilliance of her son. And then she has a podcast. She trains other people who work in this space. So those are just two examples of people that um, have had great success 
Brilliant. I love those examples, though, too, because you just told us about somebody who Kate went into a facility, right, where there was essentially instant clients and her services were needed and she was just able to start. And like from day one, it was hit the ground running, let's go. And then your second example is somebody who was doing this more for a personal reason, but then now took on private clients. So I love that there's an opportunity to do it either way. And a lot of people underestimate pairing with facilities, right? Whether it's a medical facility or somebody who's already in practice, but this is a gap in what they offer. Hello, go step in and fill that gap. Um, And I I also love the point that you brought up, Andrea, about medical professionals like doctors and dietitians. People are like, well, why would they want to come back for something like this? I can't tell. I work with surgeons. Most of my private clients are surgeons, like orthopedic specialists. They learn, one of them is like obsessed with Andrew Huberman. John, I got him hooked on Andrew Huberman. (laughs) And he's like, oh my gosh, there's so much stuff that they don't even touch in medical school because it's so, it's almost old school mentality. um, And very, take this medication to get rid of this. Instead of, how about we do the preventative health or just eat better and not get sick in the first place, right? And again, not not poo-pooing on medication or medicine at all, but what they're taught is not necessarily what we're learning. And so, yeah, these people come back and they're like, oh, snap. I wish I would have known this when I graduated medical school or I had, you know, a patient that this could have helped 10 years ago. And so there absolutely is always more to learn. So I don't care how educated you are. Don't ever think that you know everything because you don't. Your brain is not big enough. Okay. Um, But this is a great opportunity for people to really expand into what is actually or to use the words in your course, functionally helping people. Yeah. Right. Let's be, let's be a little bit more proactive with that aspect of it. So I, oh, I just, I can't, I'm so excited. <laughs> I love that you work primarily with surgeons. You know, when I was more in practice, Jenny, to that point, my patients were primarily medical practitioners who were coming mm-hmm. to me for their own health. And the joke yeah. I always make is whenever I speak on a stage anywhere at a medical conference about functional nutrition, all the doctors are coming up to me afterwards and like, so I have this digestive, like they're asking questions because medical doctors, medical professionals probably only get about 17 hours max of nutrition training in their healthcare. And Mm -hmm. even though our nurses will say, you're teaching anatomy and physiology, is it going to be repeat for me? What I'm saying is, but you haven't learned where food and lifestyle impact physiology. You may have learned about physiology in a background and a you know a vacuum. But what most of our nurse graduates say is, this is the training. This is the patient-centered training. I always wish I was going to get in nursing school, but didn't. Yeah, and I mean, these people are people too, right? People are like, oh, it's a surgeon. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, to some degree, we can put them on a pedestal, but they're people too, right? My client, um, one of my clients has his company, his orthopedic company pay for his training with me. And I go to his home and train him and his wife. And I said, how'd you get them to pay for that? And he's like, I found a couple of research articles that show that surgeons, especially orthopedic surgeons who exercise and remain active, have longer surgery careers. He already makes them a ton of money. You think they want to keep them around a little longer. So they were like, yeah, we'll pay this little, little bit of money every month to keep you around and active longer. Um, but you can do the same thing. John could go give a surgeon a, a workout plan and say, here, go do it. They're too busy. Stuff came up. I didn't, I was tired, right? They still need guidance and help too. So they're human too. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, Jenny, Jenny, I'm right there with you. I've had plenty of uh, doctors, nurses, physical therapists as, uh, as, as clients of mine. And it, it might sound kind of cliche to, to say this, but we're kind of talking about being proactive about your health 
rather than reactive, right? Mm -hmm. And we want those surgeons there when we need to react to some sort of injury. We need them there for sure. But the proactive part is the part that we can take control of so that uh, potentially we can avoid some of this chronic illness or manage the illnesses that that we are currently living with. And uh, although, again, it sounds cliche, it is true that if you are proactive about your health, the outcomes are probably going to be better for you. Yeah, 100% agree. So Andrea, where can our listeners find out more about FXNA? Yeah, so FXNA is our short-term, lots of acronyms fly around the world, right? (laughs) (laughs) For Functional Nutrition Alliance. And you can go to fxnutrition.com. There's lots that you can find there. You can find out more about full body systems, but I really appreciate the opportunity to talk with you both and to send people over there to learn more about the entire systems way of thinking. Love it. And absolutely more to come, you guys. This is just step one, getting the word out about this amazing program. Um, There's a reason we partnered with you, Andrea. Uh, You're brilliant and I'm super excited. And I want to know why I haven't been able to spend more time with you until now. (laughs) We're going to talk about that off air. (laughs) But um, you're like my soul sister over here. I know. I'm Um, like, can you come train me? And we'll talk about it. Let's hang out. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go try this coffee you were talking about earlier. (laughs) I don't drink coffee. It's weird. But yeah, super excited to have you on board. Um, Thank you so much for breaking this down. And again, guys, super excited for you guys to get into this course. If you like nutrition as much as I do, this is for you. So it's coming, more to come, um, but keep your ears peeled for more. John, any last words for our listeners today? I got a few, actually. And, you know, I'm someone who's taught undergrad nutrition, and that that's that was just the beginning. Uh, this this course is so much more. Jenny and I have both had our hands on it, and, uh, and it, it really adds to how you're going to be able to coach each individual client. So that's something that I greatly appreciate. And this conversation also reminded me of something I say to our fitness students all the time. Uh, people think it's a fitness job where we happen to deal with people. And I say, no, it's a people job where we happen to be dealing with their fitness. And in much the same way, I don't think Andrea, and please correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I don't think I am. I don't think you're, you're saying that this is a nutrition job or a chronic illness job. This is a people job where we are helping them with their nutrition and or their chronic illness. So that's something that I greatly appreciate. Thousand percent. Thank you for saying that. Absolutely. So thank you so much again for being with us. I feel like I feel another episode coming. We're going to have to dig a little deeper as this gets released um, and maybe find your favorite air quotes. I know they're all your favorite. You're not allowed to pick favorites with your your babies, right? But let's pick your favorite module in the the course, your favorite intensive, and let's dig into it. So I I feel like we're going to have you back, Andrea, if you'll if you'll join us. I would love to. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Excellent. Well, thank you guys so much for listening again. Super excited for the opportunities. Go check out the show notes for all the links that Andrea mentioned for you guys to go check out more about the course, but go out there, do all the things, keep learning. We cannot stress that enough. You do not know everything. So stop acting like you do. Just kidding. Um, But for real, keep learning guys. There's so much out there and we're going to continue to bring you as much as we can go out there, be fruitful, do all the things. And of course, make good choices. We'll be talking to you soon. 